Hey listeners, thank you so much for joining me today and welcome to another episode of In a Dark Dark Room. I'm your host Abby and I cover all things creepo. So if you like being scared or disturbed, that's a good word. I feel like I've not used that on here actually. If you like being disturbed, you are for sure in the right place. This week is a dinky dark, so it's a little bit different to what I usually do. So it's kind of more, it's a bit shorter, it's a bit more fun, you know, dinky because it's small. I don't know if that's a word that people like regularly use, but it's a dinky dark anyway. It's fun, it's a bit more chill, tend to be a bit more relaxed. I feel like I repeat myself because I say this every single dinky dark because I want to tell people, but I just want to be clear. I just don't want anyone to feel like they're confused about what the fuck is going on, okay? If you haven't already, do give my Wicked Wednesday episode a listen. I was still recovering. I'm still recovering now from not being very well, like... I'm, if I talk like too much, if I talk like, if I'm talking at once, I find after I'm a bit like, (gasps) so I always have to keep taking like really deep breaths between what I say and I'm very fatigued. Like I, me and Matt did, went for like a really, I wasn't a really long walk yesterday, it was like an hour long and I was just so tired after it, like I just wanted to nap and then we went to Ikea to get some bloody balcony furniture because we haven't, still haven't got any yet and I was absolutely exhausted and it was just a normal day of activities you know I only did like 11,000 steps whereas before I could do 16,000 and feel fine and now I do 11,000 I'm so tired I was so tired so I'm still feeling a bit fatigued I feel a bit like so if you hear me I have edited all my coughs out but if you hear me be like please just know it's worse for me than it is for you okay so anyway this week's episode this dinky dark is about night shifts. I've told you, I totally forgot what it's about. Oh no, yeah, night shift horror stories. I've never worked night shift. Have I? No, I've never worked night shift, thank God. But I can imagine it'd be quite scary. I do, like, I read and listen to a lot of, like, people telling scary stories and the, like, gas station ones, like, you know, in America, you know, petrol stations, the gas station ones in America are always, like, absolutely terrifying. I don't think, I don't think any salary would make me feel comfortable enough to work at a, a bloody petrol station through the night shift. I write. All right, so I'm just going to jump right in. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Creepy night shift horror stories. One. As a teen, I used to close down the gas station slash truck stop where I worked at alone. My boss used to pop up out of the shadows as I was closing down the till with the backup lights on. He would be super calm and act like it wasn't creepy at 11 o'clock when he should be home with his family. He was even at my high school graduation. He and his wife's numbers are still in my phone. Anyhow, he is currently on trial for murdering a prostitute via stabbing her to death back in 1994. Cold case potentially solved via modern DNA and science. Jesus Christ. What would you do with that information if you found out that someone was a murderer? But what if you really liked them? What like what if you were like really, really good friends and you found out No, sorry, there's no I don't even know why I'm trying to like make it the worst situation possible because if they kill someone, you know, whatever. I feel like I've not really had anyone to talk to except Matt for ages and I just feel like I'm using you guys as like my Oh my god, oh my god, what what would you do if like this happened? Because I do that to Matt all the time. Okay, story two. I used to work at a small hotel and the manager there told me a terrifying night shift story. It was about midnight when she got a call at the front desk from a man. He said that he's with his eight-year-old daughter who dances competitively and needed advice on what she should wear. She gave him some basic fashion advice and then he asked my manager, what about fishnet leggings? 
are those too sexy? Then he proceeds to talk in graphic detail about how he thinks his own daughter has been trying to seduce him for weeks and how he's starting to enjoy seeing her in those cute outfits. Meanwhile, my manager is looking through the computer system trying to figure out who this man is so she can call the cops. However, the room that he was reportedly in was empty. The man ended up hanging up the phone before she had a chance to find out where he was truly calling from. Months later, around 11pm, my manager answers the desk phone. A familiar voice asked her if she could help him pick out an outfit for his daughter's next dance recital. She asked him, let me know, you want to know, let me guess, sorry, you want to know if she should wear fishnet leggings. And he immediately hung up the phone. Ooh, my guy's definitely a pedo. Okay, story three. I was an orderly in a hospital. Two of us were sitting in the basement office adjacent to the morgue. A guy passed our office, looking a little shifty, and then passed back again and asked if we had access to the morgue. We said yes, thinking that he might have been doing a a pickup for a funeral home, but that seemed strange considering it was about half midnight. Nope. He wanted to pay us to let him in and leave him alone with the bodies for an hour. We immediately escorted him up to security. Apparently he'd tried it in the past and security knew him. Have you guys ever seen Kill Bill? You know... When she's in a coma and she wakes up and a guy's about to sexually assault her and that guy's letting people do it, like paying their pain. What the hell? And I also read one time an article, it might be in Australia, you know, I can't remember, but a woman woke up from a coma pregnant because one of the male nurses, I think, or a doctor had been raping her throughout her coma. Oh my God. Story four. Many years ago, I briefly had a job that started at 3.30 a.m. The job itself was very boring, but the commute was wild. The world is at its weirdest very early in the morning. Road hazards haven't been called in yet. So one day I pulled off the freeway and discovered that the off-ramp was completely flooded, deep enough that I had no idea how my car wouldn't have stalled or stopped. But most interesting, but the most interesting discovery, sorry, was that if law enforcement had to raid a home, they'd do it around three or four in the morning because that's the best chance of everyone being peacefully asleep. One day I was nearly to work when I noticed something off ahead of me. I slowed down and came to a massive police block. Squad cars and everywhere and absolutely crawling with heavily armed officers, but all in absolute silence. They silently waved me down a street. It was a very creepy and unsettling experience. I probably like beeping, like, what are you doing? It's a valley middle of the night. Okay, story five. Work in the winter for me is plowing and snow removal. It was late and I'd been out for over 24 hours at this point. So I pulled over into a small cul-de-sac with the nearest house being over 100 yards away so I could let the truck stay on so I would stay warm. There was, the truck had six wheel... Six wheel, mack things loud. That's literally what it says. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing it might be in the truck with six wheels and it made things loud, but six wheels, six, six wheel, mack, mack, spell M-A-C-K. Six wheel, mack things loud. Anyway, as I'm nodding off, there was a very loud bang and it felt like someone had tried to pull on the driver's side of the driver's side door handle. Luckily, I always lock my truck doors, but I immediately threw on every strobe rear headlight and started looking around and I saw absolutely nothing. It scared the shit out of me. 
Needless to say, needless to say, I never sleep anywhere other than parking lots now. Cause that is awful. I'd be so scared of that. That's like me and Matt want to like go on like a tour of America and like drive all down the south and I'm so scared. Like I don't know where we would stop because I would be so scared of like skinwalkers and people. Not even like, I don't know, mountain lions and shite. I would just be so scared. Like, what if somebody... I've just read too much, you know? I almost like scare myself out of doing anything because I'm so scared that there's going to be like a supernatural phenomenon there waiting to kill me. But it's also really narcissistic to think that like, I have all the people in the world, I don't know, a skinwalker is just going to decide to kill me. Little old me. Okay, story six. I was working at a parking garage at garage garage at the airport cleaning the top deck and noticed about a hundred ravens all over a truck with a tarp over the bed i took my flashlight expecting to see something awful i noticed as i got closer there was a smell and the ravens were taking turns going in a hole that had torn open and was pot and they were popping out covered in gunk oh god some guy had left a broken down beater with a few Animal carcasses in the back to rot. Neither of them had any heads. I checked the logs and the damn truck had been there since November and it was April. So everything was just thawing and breaking down and the birds were going at it. Oh my God, that is awful. Jesus, bloody Christ. At the time, I was working third shift security at a condo complex. A mother of a family left the bathroom to check on the family's mac and cheese. And during that time, her two-year-old child had drowned in the bathtub. Once the police were done, my boss called me and told me I had to go and talk to the family and find out what happened, even though we knew from the police telling us. My daughter was the same age at the time and it broke my heart to even hear the story from the guy I relieved. And then I had to go ask the family to tell some dumbass rent-a-cop about it as well. I'll never forget that. That's really sad. Okay, this is story eight. I worked as an evening manager at a major Hilton property. I got a complaint from a bunch of guests about noise coming from one of the rooms. Turns out a drunken man was beating the shit out of his wife and had the door barricaded so nobody could get in. I called the cops and they had to get into the room using the balcony from the room next over. I'm still traumatised by what I saw when they finally arrested him and got the wife out of the room. She was covered in her own blood. It was horrifying. Okay, story nine. I used to work nights at a Home Depot. There was one time where for a week or so, our store would stay open for 24 hours. For most part, this really wasn't a problem. Typically, nobody comes shopping for home improvement items at two in the morning, except for one couple that came looking for marble countertops at 1.30 in the morning and the woman was wearing a very nice dress. I wonder if that's when, like, really rich or famous people decide to do their shopping. They, like, phone up a a shop ahead of time and they're like, I'm about to spend two million in your shop. Stay open, bitch. I would do that 100% but the real story lies within the insulation it was nearing three in the morning when me and another guy were stocking insulation as well as fixing bays and just doing some maintenance a bunch of big r30s whatever that is had fallen in their bay and while I was sorting through them a fucking hand came out of the mess and grabbed my arm I lost my mind enough for not only the guy I was working with to freak out but also my boss who was working across the store had to run and check out the commotion Turns out a homeless, drunk guy had come into the store at some point, I can only assume the night before the crew showed up, and had made a nest in the insulation where he fell asleep. 
The dude was in bad shape, like far gone into whatever inebriation that we had to call the police to remove him. I was always a little bit more cautious around any insulation after that, for at least the time the the store stayed open for 24 hours. Okay, this is story 10, it's the last one. I worked at a liquor store for a few years. One of the homeless guys, probably late 50s, that stood outside would ask for money. And nine times out of ten, if they said no, he'd flash them his old, wrinkly, crusty package. Oh, Jesus Christ, girl. I had to chase him off every night so people didn't have to suffer that sight. But annoyingly, people who saw me chasing him off would threaten to call the police, or threaten to call the police, would often give me dirty looks as if I hated homeless people or treated them like trash. When in reality, I was actually saving them from, saving them from that sight, which you cannot unsee. <laughs> I would just tell people, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to chase him away so he doesn't show you his pelly. All right, that's it. That's it for me. I will be, not next week, I'm actually going to be in Canada. I'm going to Canada for a few weeks, but I am going to pre-record my episodes and schedule them to upload because I'm, I'm just going to see my my big sister for I'll be gone for about three weeks but I will I'll be gone from here for about three weeks but I won't be gone for my podcast episode so I will be scheduling and doing my research and getting all that scheduled so you don't you won't be missing anything from moi but again I really hope you enjoyed this episode I love doing Dinky Dogs. They're my favourite thing to do ever. Again, if you have any requests or any ideas about topics that you would like covered or anything that like you... Like I've got a few bookmarks. Like I've got like um, like truckers, like truck drivers share their horror stories and like summer camp horror stories. What else do I have? Military personnel share horror stories, favourite creepy topics... Um, horror stories from people that live in the suburbs loads of different kind of stuff like long distant drives horror stories and stuff but if you do have any requests just let me know i'm very open to hearing about what you guys want but until then stay safe take breaks from the murder and i hope you enjoy this spooch bye oh my voice started to go <sighs> bye